take off. What is up, fam? How are you, man? Uh, pretty sweet, man. Pretty I sweet. I am sweet as um, as Turkish delight. As Turkish delight. Yeah. Do you like Turkish delight? Yeah, it takes me back uh, to the olden days. Is that a big yeah. treat in Russia? Yeah, I think it's sort of like a um, big treat in Russia. When I was in Bulgaria, it's uh, it's out there as well. What's the difference? Is Bulgaria not Russia? Not really, no. You not really? You got to check your geography, mate. Well, what do you mean, not really? Are you Russian or are you Bulgarian? I'm Australian, actually. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's make this clear. And to, to all the secret uh, agents who are... Trying to, me. trying to hunt yeah. you down. You're I Australian. am Australian. <laughs> okay. I embraced the Australian identity. Okay, but for my knowledge, yeah. Well, what's the difference? Because well, in my in my head, they're yeah. different countries. Yeah. But sometimes I've heard you refer to yourself as Bulgarian. Bulgarian and yeah, sometimes okay. Russian. It's like it's like I'm calling you Chilean or like Mexican sometimes. No, yeah. I don't think it's. But I don't refer to myself as Mexican. <laughs> you, on the other hand, okay, okay cool. You're um, a, you're a greedy nationalist. You're trying <laughs> to take. As I know. You're trying to take all over all the countries. Yeah, and then I did like DNA tests, and I was like hoping for some Viking blood on me. Viking blood. <laughs> Just bloody Jewish everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's the difference? Okay, the difference. Uh, no. So, my my dad was from Bulgaria. Okay. So I'm half Bulgarian, essentially, as far as like. Oh, blood. there we go. Yeah. yeah. But you're Russian. But I'm. I was born in Russia. But you're Australian. And live in Australia. Exactly. In Australia. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I, I, I guess uh, in that sense, I'm very. Um, what do you call it? Multicultural. Multicultural within, and this also creates some. Tribulation sometimes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Identity. identity you have an identity crisis. crisis. Not right now, but maybe before, you know. Okay, let's yeah. talk about. Did you really have an identity crisis growing up? I think, like you know, when I came to Australia, I was still felt like a Russian in Aus in Australia, right? Okay. Like a Russian person in Australia. Yeah. But over the years, like now it's been like almost same amount of years that I spent in Australia, that I lived in Russia. Yeah. That now I'm sort of. I turned over on the other side. I wonder how many people go through that when they come over, mm. like, you know, whether they feel like they're an imposter yeah. or you feel like that sense of not belonging. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of people immig who immigrated, like, in, in their later life, I suppose, you know, not like post-teenage years, I suppose, would be um, a good sort of... Because how old were you when you came here? 18? 17. 17, 18, yeah. That would have been... W do you think that was good or do you think that was hard? It was probably harder than, yeah, it's hard, right? Because actually I have a friend, like Val, he, he came a little bit, he was just a year younger, but he integrated for school. Like yeah. he just went to normal, like I think he went to. Oh, you didn't go to school here? Not not in the normal school. In the normal school. There was you went to the abnormal school. There's abnormal school for immigrants. So it's I went to that Yeah, like for three um, months. Theberton Senior College. Okay, I yeah. went to Inglefine Primary School. Yeah, so... He integrated in that sense better, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Whether his brother, who is older than me one year, he didn't go to, to TAFE at all. No, he went to the same TAFE. And so he's a little bit... He's probably still felt more like Russian for longer, maybe, mm -hmm. in a sense. Yeah. yeah. I'm just kind of speculating, but just from what I um, felt, because, you know, he's, he speaks in Russian at home and everything. Yeah. Have you embraced it? I know, because for myself personally, mm -hmm. I've learned to embrace my culture more mm. as I've gone grown older. Whereas I think when I was younger, I wanted to not embrace it and I wanted to assimilate to the culture here as much yeah, as I could. Yeah, Whereas yeah. as I've gotten older, 
I've realized that there's things about my culture that I'm really proud of that maybe I didn't want to embrace because mm. I just wanted to be be long. Yeah, I think that's that's actually a really good point for sure. Same. Yeah, at first I was like really h- holding on to my to the Russian culture. Then I wanted to kind of leave it behind, and then kind of that transformation happened where it's like the same. I'm Australian with Russian background, I suppose. Yeah. And I do embrace some of the things that. What do you think you'd be doing if you lived in Russia? <laughs> like, do you think you'd be having a different sort of life? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, man. What does that I mean? I don't know, man. I don't know what would have happened, to be honest. <laughs> like, it's not like I wasn't going in the, ru- in the wrong direction, but potentially I was going to probably go to the army, but like in Russian army. Oh, okay. Because just like, because uh, I think I told you last time that in back then there was a conscription, so two years unless you went to like a um, university or like a high de- education center and that so I was in that type of thing but it's like a it's like a TAFE mm-hmm. but if you don't transition from TAFE to the thing you have to kind of do it yeah or you can get like a white ticket which is like where they you can basically like create a impression that you are like a m- like a mentally unstable yeah so yeah. you don't have to go yeah 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 does it so everyone in Russia has to do like the two years? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back I then, uh, they changed like in five years ago. It's become contractors. So oh, okay. Yeah. I think I think it was the same thing in Chile for a long time. It might still be that mm. way. I'm not sure. Mm. In th- in fact, up to when I was 30, if I went back to Russia, I would have gone to. There would have there would have been the chance of me being taken to yes, army I, I forcefully. Think I think it was this. I think. I doubt that it would be that way in Chile now, but I think it was the same thing for me for a long time. Like if I went there and I decided I wanted to be a resident, it'd be different if you went there for holidays. Oh, okay, yeah. But if you went there and you were like, I'm going to be a resident here, mm. like you'd have to do it. Or you'd have to find a way to not do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and like obviously that kind of sh- um, reflects of wha- how fucking shit it was back then. If you like, if you were, if you were open to go to like a, a crazy house for like 30 days to get the ticket, mm-hmm. Like, you just have to pay, but you have to be there for 30 days versus going to... Oh, wow. Yeah, Interesting. yeah, mm. yeah. So, like, it was pretty bad. So, I don't know. I mean, like, some of the people that I went to TAFE with, they, they went and they were pretty, you know, it was fine. But d- it depends where you end up going, so... Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. So, I don't know, man. I don't know what I was... I wouldn't be end up uh, mature. I don't think I'd be doing what I'm doing here if yeah. I was in Chile. Well, obviously, th- it's there's not as much freedom of what you can do, right? No, there isn't. There's a lot more pressure. There's way less opportunities. Mm. Yeah, so as far as, like, we're pretty lucky here. Yeah, yeah 100%. All Australians. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. I think I just have, like, a boring job. Mm. Mm. Not that there's anything wrong with boring jobs. Some people love boring jobs. Boring jobs give you time to do other things, right? Sometimes. It's very, it's very true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're just hustling all the time. I love the hustle there, yeah. man. I love yeah. the hustle. Yeah. Palms are sweaty and uh, <laughs> got spaghetti. <laughs> uh, I always think about, okay, um, I think about this. Maybe you probably look at it differently, but I do a lot of things and I feel like I really struggle when I have time on my hands. Mm. Like before this podcast today, look, there's probably things I should have been doing, but I kind of was like, I should like, <laughs> do, I should, I should do nothing. Yeah. Like cleaning my fucking office, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, just say, guys, visually, I can uh, can describe it in uh, one word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, but 
you know, I also didn't really have like any, there's nothing urgent that I need yeah. to do today. And I was so like, you try to do so- nothing. For yeah, like for I, I, I just feel like I yeah. should be yeah. doing nothing because I do something all the time. But that kills me when I do nothing. Yeah, too much, too much thinking, or I just hate it. I hate yeah. that. I don't know. Like mm. I hate doing nothing. Or is it just being alone there as well? Is that kind of combined together? Mm. No, because I mean, I when I'm alone, what I go to is I read a book or I mm. watch a movie. That's not bad. Yeah. I would never just be alone and do nothing. So, oh, I would I'd be working like I'd I'd be writing be something. I'd be writing my book. I'd be yeah. playing music. But yeah. Well, I guess interesting. So I just listened to podcast to the Joe Rogan and the 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 Grace Tyson Tyson the Grace the uh, Tyson the Grace yeah the, yeah, yeah the yeah the physicist cosmologist and he said that in order to be creative you have to do you have to be not lazy. But you, you, you need, need to have to time yes. to be creative. Yes, yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah. You so need to time to sit down and think. Just so think, you know? Yeah, some of my best. So I had I took a tip a trip tip a trip to Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Tippy trip. <laughs> I took a trip to Sydney like two months ago. And that was strategically done to like and I kind of planned to not do a lot when I was in my trip mm. to Sydney. And that was probably like the best thing I've done. Like I sort of like I planned out the last so as far as work is concerned, mm, like mm. work is going really good. And I just took that time to like, just do a bit of goal planning, just make some, you just think, like just think and just take the time to like be creative. Mm. And I think that's so important. Yeah, you're right. You know what I used to do? Like this was, so I, before I started the gym, I used to work as a cleaner and I hated that job. And mm. I thought that was like, in hindsight, like the best thing that could have happened to me. Cause I was doing something that I hated. Yeah but I had a lot of time to think because the job was like yeah, 100%, mundane yeah, and yeah. you know I didn't have to think about yeah. it when I was doing it. So I got eight hours every day to, to listen think, to podcasts and yeah. like to think about like what I was going to do mm-hmm. and how I was going to get out of that job and how I was going to quit uni and like move on to like pursue my business. And I had like, you know, like a year, year and a half of like just that, like I'd thought about it so much. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Which in hindsight, like it's, it was so crucial to like helping me do what Taking I've been step. able to do yeah. Yeah. yeah and also teaches you like you know yeah obviously the the well, shit side of things you well know? and I think you know talking about I like what you did then Ed talking about today's podcast like <laughs> which is all about embracing the suck I think it's really important to do things that you don't want to do like you need to do that a little bit and you need to experience that like fuck I don't like this mm. to find the thing that maybe you want to do yeah, 100%. I mean, my first job here was like um, in a factory um, where they were making natural insulation. But yeah, like uh, quite physical and hot. It's like in a, in a hangar, 20, you know, seven, seven, eight hours, whatever it was. But yeah, like it wasn't the worst. And like I learned a lot, a lot of English language <laughs> 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 with the boys. With uh, the boys. But yeah, definitely. Um, it shows you like what you have to do in order to like make money, right? Like a small amount of money. Yeah. So you're like, well, that's, you got to bust your ass like physically to make that much money. And you're like, well, how can I minimize the physical effort and maximize the, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I know what you mean. You know what? I hate that about life that like the harder you work, the less you get paid. Yeah. <laughs> it's bullshit. Like, 
<laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, I no, I understand it. Like, I own a business. I'm aware of. I, I understand the mechanics of it, but mm. I think it's really. It's. I don't know. I don't like it. It's part of the you know cap capitalism structure, I suppose. Mm. Very true. Very yeah. true. So or like if you have to sacrifice something, like you if you're away somewhere, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So today's podcast, we're going to talk about embracing the suck, yeah. which what we mean by that. <coughs> and if you've been listening for the last 12 and a half minutes, thank you for <laughs> for sitting <laughs> that's through. That's an intro. Pushing through. Yeah, that's yeah. an intro. Uh, we're going to talk about, you know, basically how it's really important that in, when you're pursuing something, let's say maybe something athletic or fitness related, maybe something else like business or, you know, your passion or your dreams in life. It's really important to embrace the, to embrace the suck. So what we were talking about before the podcast was... You know, a lot of people really struggle to understand that you just have to put your time in, mm. in for a lot of things. Like, and you just have to just rock up, show up, do what you're gonna do, and you have to build that base. And I think we live in a really fast-paced world where people just want instant gratification. Mm. And from you things. can get it, right? You can get the gratification from well, other sources. You can exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. You can get instant gratification for a lot of things, but often the things that we want the most require. Time. some effort and time yeah. and you know like not like a little bit of time like some things take like years decades years. you know yeah yeah exactly like so writing a masterpiece writing a masterpiece <laughs> uh so you know let, let's talk about like stuff that you see with clients and stuff like that um do you think people struggle a little bit like in their fitness journey like with understanding that they just have to People want tips and tricks all the time, yeah. and yeah. Th they they just have to show up. Like you have to just rock up and just do yeah. it. Just do it. Do it. Week after week after week after week. Yeah. So uh, I'll talk a particular client because obviously from another gym, so it's no harm, no <laughs> no names. Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's, just call, let's call him Bob. Uh, Bob. Yeah. Bob just wants <coughs> to. Um, Bob used to be relatively athletic, played some particular sports, you know, and like so h his genetics were actually quite you know, set in that, you know, in the very sporty side of things. It's a horrible way of putting words. Anyway, so yeah, but uh, now he joined the gym again and like, you know, he had a time off and a few things happened in life and what Bob wants to get the set where he was in like, you know, three months' time. Is that achievable? Not really. Like, but Bob's already making really good progress towards the goal. But he just wants to speed it up. And look, sometimes he might not even Bob might not even get to where he wants to get, or like where he was, because you, it's always, it's not, um, it's not good to sort of um, um, compare yourself to where you were, necessarily. It's good to have a reference point, but it's not the best to kind of look at it and think, uh, oh, this is what I have to be here, and if I don't get to get here. I'm not going to be happy about it, if you know what I mean, because you got to live in the moment and then potentially, obviously, in the future to plan things ahead. But yeah, you don't want to get stuck to that in that rut, you know. So yeah, uh, spending time and not rushing things as well. Yeah, there's no secret formula, is it? There's no, a certain things that are going to help you get there. No, I know, I know exactly what you're saying. Yes, there isn't. Like there is things that do help and are beneficial. And often I think th some of those things are really counterintuitive to like the things that help the most. Yeah, well, exactly. Because when people actually ask you like, oh, what should I do? And you tell them, they're like, oh, that's not 
that's not gonna ha work. I, I'm not gonna do that. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you want a secret? This is the secret. The secret is like whatever it might be, you know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. No, what I was gonna say was I think people often, the most beneficial thing you can do about how to get better is just that. Like, you need to be thinking about how to get better. Mm. And then that in itself helps because you're not just doing the thing. You're like, yeah, you're visualizing, you're uh, you're breaking it down in your head and you're mm. it's consuming your thoughts, which is a good thing because you're getting like yeah. mental repetitions in of whatever it is you're trying to pursue. Let's say you're trying to get better at a clean and jerk or a snatch. But also you need to not think about it so much that it stops you from just rocking up and doing it. Because mm. a lot and of some days that's what you need to do. Yes, because often the same type of people that overthink things this happens all the time and you might have friends that are like this. How many people do you know that don't start the gym because they want to be fit and before they start it? Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. And it's like, <laughs> no, like you just need to go. Like yeah, like, gonna oh, I'm going to start when, I'm, when I can do that. No, yeah, like yeah. you just start yeah. and then you'll do the thing. But those, that's what I mean. Like, because yeah. they overthink it. They're mm. like, oh, but like I can't commit as much time. And I'm like, it's like, no, stop being a fucking pussy and just... Make some fucking time and just do the thing. Do it whatever you can. And then over time, it's like a snowball. Even if it's like two days, right? Yeah, anything. Yeah. You know, once once a month is better than nothing. Do you know exactly what I mean? Exactly right. Yeah. But people think that it's all or nothing. Like and you have to free yourself for five days so you can commit yes. completely. <coughs> but then like you're going to throw everything into the, that basket as well. Especially realistically, obviously, people if people have a busy life, they have kids and a job and like you know something else and the family yeah, yeah you're, you're not gonna commit five days no, it's just fine i've done this thing where yeah. i calculated this a few years ago but the let's say let, let's say you train two times a week times uh a year right so that's 104 sessions yeah versus five times a week over 12 weeks right so let's say you go hard for three months oh, okay and then burn out it's only six it's only 60 sessions like you're always going to be better off doing like small steps but longer yes yeah. or um you know something simple like people go like um okay i wanted to get better pull-ups years ago mm -hmm. and i decided i would just do pull-ups every day three sets of three or whatever well, it was. i just yeah. you know like i i think for me it was like five sets of yeah. five yeah right and it's not bad guys <laughs> um and that's 25 pull-ups yeah I, you know i did that for years like five yeah. let's say five or six years times uh what 25 times 7 I trust week, his math times 52 times it's a lot of pull-ups yeah. I think I did this wrong <laughs> it says 54,000 pull-ups <laughs> yeah <laughs> it could be yeah no it might be that but yeah. my point is that is way better so my point of that is I can do way more than 5 sets of 5 pull-ups mm. like when I I chose that number because that was something easy yeah, yeah, to yeah. do but if I did do more than that for a long time like, I would have burnt out. I might have gotten too sore. I wouldn't have been able to do all the other training I was doing. Yeah. And maybe I wouldn't have gotten better at them. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Or like one set of ten. Yeah. Do you mean even just that, like, just doing that little bit more than I, I was something that was really easy in my head might have just been too much. Mm. Um, yeah, people try and... I don't know. Like, there's this fine line between thinking Not about it enough. Not committing at all. Yes. And committing... Too much, yes. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I think usually with, um, you know, coaches will tell you pretty much straightforward, like if you're not committing enough, 
they will always tell you if you're not committing enough, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if they're seeing that you can go more or you can go harder or you can go better. Whether if, you, if you're doing too much, they might not take the, that step to, to tell you because, well, we don't want you to stop you from going more, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, it's kind of one of those weird things. It's taken me, I know, a long time as a coach to be able to tell people to not do too much. Because for a long time, I was really scared that if I told people that they weren't doing, yeah, I would get scared that that would discourage them mm, 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 and mm. then they would stop doing it at all. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, it's taken me a long time to finally realize, okay, no, there's a time when you have to, uh, you know, reel people in mm. and like do it in a way that like will help them long term. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because we're looking at long term progress. If you're looking at long-term progress, we're also looking at a long longevity of you being in that particular avenue, which yep. is whatever it is, sport or fitness or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. You know that. Yeah. There's uh, some clients that like the ones that go really hard, get to like you know, let's say to their 20% body fat, and then they stop coming, and then just go back to like being big fat size, and then yep. they come back again. So instead of like being cons like you know consistent over five periods of years and like not hitting those hor like numbers where like you're going into that calorie deficit forever and you're like always hungry and you're always you know feeling bad like stay in that kind of healthy sort of zone whatever that might be for you for yep. for that body and but stay with it for like for a longer period of time and you're going to be always happy you know yeah i mean diet is like another really simple example of what we've been talking about here people will not eat a healthy balanced diet because mm. it the if you do that you can lose weight but it's just going to take longer yeah exactly yeah often it's going to be the better approach instead people just decide to do really extreme diets that are not sustainable yes mm. they lose weight but then they realize oh fuck, something like, else going on well they realize right. i can't maintain can't this sustain it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and they you know week six week eight week ten week four whatever comes around and they're like fuck it like i'm gonna eat everything it's too hard, exactly. And then you start starting cheeseburgers again. Cheeseburgers again. But I, th I think also this is the thing that I think it's why a lot of people quit things as they do them for a longer period of time. To get, you know, to get seventy percent of the gains takes thirty percent of the effort at the mm, start. Mm. But then it's vice versa. Then it's yeah. the other way around. Like yeah. if you get twenty percent body fat, if you want to get lower, often it requires more effort, more mm. discipline. Like you have to do everything you did before, but and more, more now. Yeah, exactly. And like people struggle with that they're like mm. i need to make you know it's like when people this is this is always like the hard thing about crossfit like it does it literally doesn't get easier like it literally gets harder <laughs> and harder as you get fitter because you have to make it harder to get to get more better. results yeah, out of yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. well actually that just kind of gave me this idea well let's talk about let's look at it from different perspective and that's going to be almost, almost countering to what we're trying to say Longevity is good, but how do you sustain being in the game for that long? Like, how do, wh where do you get the passion for it? And like all those things, you know, motivation, all the... Yeah, so I think all of that comes from like, I think often, and I see this all the time with clients. Some people understand why they're doing what they're doing. Mm. And some people don't understand why they're doing what they're doing. You know mm. what I mean? Yes, yes. Like some well, from personal experience, I guess. Yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Like if the people who understand why they started to do the thing are way more likely to stick to it than the people who, you know, 
so for example, um, this is my personal motivation for training. Mm -hmm. I sucked at training. I was like a fat, chubby kid growing up. Sucked at training. I was the last person picked in PE all throughout my life. Like I was a all kid. The games. Yeah, because I just wasn't coordinated. I was slow, fat. Yeah. Probably smelt funny. <laughs> that was probably the main thing. That was really the main thing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, so I just have a chip on my shoulder. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to always meet people that I went to high school with and look better than them or know that I can do more than them. And, look, I probably need to get over that. Yeah, no, we need to kind of <laughs> but change. I <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I haven't. So that's, like, so it's really easy for me to, like... Yeah, well, that's what gets you through. Yeah, like, it's just yeah. always, like, oh, yeah, like, that's why I train. Like, it's... And it's just always... it's And it's, like, pretty deep because I, mm. I... It's not even... I don't think it's, like... I don't... Because I don't think about it logically. I just remember the feeling of, like... Yeah, yeah. And I you don't want to feel like that. Yeah, or even, like, um, I don't know, like, martial arts and combat sports. Mm. Like, when I took them up years ago, um, it was because I had a pretty shitty encounter with yeah. someone. So, for it's really simple. It's, like, mm. I remember that feeling of, like, feeling helpless. Mm. And it's, like, well... I don't want to feel that way, so I'm going to do the thing. So going to the train, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, look, and d but do you think that um, perhaps even if you have a certain great um, motivations, not motivations, but like reasons and goals, you still might, um, you know, feel not as passionate as you would at one point of time about it, and then just get yes, through it. Yes, a hundred percent. And I think that's where you know oh, this is going to sound so cheesy, but. You know, you need to be dedicated, not motivated. Yeah. But you need to... Okay, <coughs> let's break that down. Dedication, it's its like this word that gets thrown around. It's just discipline. Like, you need to learn how to be disciplined in yourself. Mm. And discipline is like the act of repetitions, of yeses or noes. So your ability to be disciplined in any area is your ability to say yes to something or a question when it and gets proposed to you no or no. To other things, yeah. And the more you say yes or no to the thing, the easier it becomes to be disciplined. Someone who's really disciplined doesn't find it challenging to be disciplined. Yes, there's days where it's going to be harder to do that. Yeah. But somebody who's wildly undisciplined is going to find it really challenging because they're not used to... Um, you know, I don't know. This is something that I think about all the time. Some people in life are not used to not getting what they want. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You can't always get what you want. And you need to, like, accept that that's a fact of life. Like, you're not always going to yeah, get what you want. Exactly. And it's how you handle that situation that makes that situation good or bad. But if you try sometime, you get what you need. That's the song. <laughs> Is so you got to play that in the, in the, in <laughs> the ending. Yeah. It's a good song. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I think. <laughs> I think people need to practice the act of discipline. And I think people need mm. to do it with really small things like, um, you know... If Make you your bed up. Yeah, well, I was literally going to say, <laughs> if, if, you, if you read, um, you know, Jordan Peterson and his 12, li 12 Rules yeah. of Life and, you know, just different, different authors and speakers like that, like people, I think, miss the point. Like, it's not that you need to make your bed every day. It's mm. that you should find a simple activity Task. that you don't really want to do yeah. and that do you make yourself do it. And you'll realize after a few days, oh shit! Like I can, I can do something that mm. I don't want to do. Yeah, you don't want to do exactly. It's just a basically an example in your life to. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um. Or you know, like something that I always think about, right? Like I'm always very conscious of how I interact with other people, and you know, I know I know lots of people who will often say the wrong thing to people close to them, mm. and they'll offend them, and then that negatively affects their life, and. 
I always think to myself, like, it's not that I, it's not that I personally don't think negative things to say to people. I just have the discipline to be like, I don't need to say that to, to someone. Not to say it. You know, and that's like a really basic, you know, I- example of it. But I think those little things or those little, little char- characteristics transfer over into other aspects of life. It's it's why I always think with people when they're training. This always kills me, right? Like when people cheat on a workout. <laughs> like, if you cheat on a workout, it doesn't matter. Your dog. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you suck. Unless, but, you, unless you made but, a mistake. But but it also does because it's like, well, if you're willing to cheat on this. Yeah, what else are you going to cheat on? Yeah. Your girlfriend or boyfriend. Your, ta- your taxes. Or, or, or a dog. Your dog. Yeah. You pat your dog at home and then you yeah. go out and you pat all pat your dogs. Pat other dogs, yeah. You fucking slut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. And I think uh, also with that, with that, you know, it's like that emotional maturity, right, that comes in with with those things. Emotional maturity. But then you look at like some of those, you know, top, top, top athletes, right? They're really good at what they do, but they're also very, do stupid shit in the real life. Well, so it doesn't, yes. it doesn't come together. What's <laughs> going on? Like quick. <laughs> <laughs> dichotomies my I know what you mean yes <laughs> look I think also really good athletes are cunts they're selfish people yeah yeah and you kind of have to be you have to be exactly yeah, yeah. you have to uh, actually make some decisions that will make other people not very happy at all yeah yeah but this you com- sacrifice this things. comes back to the whole you have to know your why if you mm. know your why it's going to be really easy to be like well this doesn't serve me mm. I see this all the time with people right like so I have like quite a few different groups of friends and I have a group of friends that are not involved in training at all. Mm. And all those friends are always like, oh, how do I get myself to train? You're, you're always We're training. We're going to talk shit about them right We're now. We're going to talk we? shit about them. They don't listen to this podcast. doesn't matter. <laughs> Suck shit. <laughs> uh, I love you guys. So off to them. Like the reason why they can't make time to the gym is because they're like partying all the time. They're going out for drinks. Yeah. Like... They say yes to lots of things. Yeah, they do you know do I mean? enjoy in life. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But, but <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that. But if you say yes to everything, you're, the, you can't. You're going to have to say no to certain things. Yeah, and at yes, there's that point where those things conflict with each other. And as an, when people become athletes or they are really successful in athletic pursuits, often they've just learned to say yes to the things that benefit their main mm. goal. And are often, if something doesn't fit in that lane, just say, nope, 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 nope. Yeah. Well, it's actually, I'm going to even go deeper there. Mm-hmm. When they say yes to a lot of things, like actively saying no, say yes to a lot of things, they're saying passively to no th- to a lot of things that no. But those are the things that, like, they just don't have time, basically, anymore. So the no to uh, fitness, no to, you know, diet, whatever. Now, if they're saying no actively and yes actively then they always have that choice you always have that choice you know what i mean whether like that thing that if you're saying no to a lot of things and it gives you that option basically yeah yeah 100 percent. and you know so last night right this is a good example i was out dancing i wasn't you weren't you're being good dad uh i was out dancing and made a friend and she goes and says, hey, do you want like a... She'd probably had like three or four wines. I would think I've had maybe two gin and tonics. And she's like, oh, do you want another drink? I'm like, no, I'm okay, thanks. 
And she's like, oh, like, I'm going to get another one. I'm like, oh, you go for gold. She's like, why don't, why don't you want another drink? I'm like, oh, I'm driving. She's like, oh, why are you driving? She's a trouble. Already <laughs> I can hear. She's like, why are you driving? I'm like, well, because I want to get up early in the morning and I want to train. She's like, why do you want to train on a Sunday morning? And, uh, you know, it was that moment where I was like. You just want to walk away? Well, no, just nothing I say is going to make sense in her reality. No, no. And it's just that it's, uh, but it's a really simple example of like, you know, saying yes to, saying yes to a drink has that one extra drink mm. has like these repercussions to like, that will affect my next day. Well, you, you, if you, if you potentially said yes to that drink, you didn't know, you wouldn't know where you would have, wouldn't have ended up in well, that's the thing. It's not it's if I say yes to that third drink, yeah. then I'm saying yes to like five other drinks. Yeah, and then know? but then you know you maybe you would have got late or something. <laughs> <laughs> not saying he didn't, but I uh, did not. For the record, people, <laughs> I, I'm a monk. Yep, he's a Spartan monk. A Spartan, Spartan monk, monk. Just, <laughs> just a boring monk. Yeah. Uh no, but you know, like that one drink leads to lots of other drinks. You know, before we know it, like. Oh yeah, We're out late at night. Yeah, I'm three tired. o'clock in the morning in the gutter spewing. Yeah. Mm. It happens. Lost in a park. Yeah, lost in a park. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we all have done it, surely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, and I think, uh, I- as much as we like to, uh, you know, talk shit about people <laughs> when they're not <laughs> there, <laughs> but you also got to remember, it, everyone's in a different place and time in yes, their life. You know, true. so just because that particular style didn't didn't suit her at that point in time like she had no understanding of what you're talking about maybe in 10 years that whatever the, that person will be like oh that's what he said you know what i mean like oh yeah 100 percent. like and, th- and i know that there's i have huge areas in my life that i really struggle with making sure that they're on point so mm-hmm. one thing that i've been trying to this year to be better at is i've been trying to improve the relationship i have with my family and that's taken like a lot of work for me. Mm. It just doesn't not come naturally. Yeah, I know the feeling. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I and I and I just realized, you know, this I- this should be like one of the most important things in my life. Mm. And it's just the one area that I'm like, I've just neglected this. You really like put it there. Yeah, or, and that or, or it. I've just accepted like being a shitty person, you yeah. know, like to them. And yeah. when I'm like these like you know, and I don't know, somebody brought it up to me, but like I'm like I I would be such a nicer person to people that I don't know. But I would struggle to do things for the people that would do anything for yeah. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yep. I just had that realization of like, man, I, I've got it like backwards. Like, mm. it's not the right thing to do. But it's been, and I'm obviously still working on it. And it's one of those things where I see myself screw up all the time. I'm like, fuck, like I'm struggling. But it's one of those moments where I think in life, sometimes when you put in the effort where you should put in the effort, you feel so good. It lines up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you can see the benefits. <coughs> And it's, I don't know, like, I'm not sure about you, man, but do you get that feeling when you're like, you get the feeling of like, I'm, I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing right now. Mm. Like, I'm not meant to be anywhere else. Like, this is where I'm meant to be doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, like I've started going for walks with my dad at night. Mm. And like, I don't know, when we go out for walks, I'm like. It's the best. Yeah, I'm like, this is what I'm, like, this is where I'm meant to be right now. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, this is it. Um, I don't know. I feel like I just went on a little tangent. No, 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 I think it's all kind of connects really in the end, yeah. Because it's even those little things, right? Like, because at the start it wasn't easy, was it? Well, the so time, you had to the time where the we set the time where we set it up is like it's really late at night mm. during the weeks. Like we'll go out at like eight or nine o'clock at night, and it's cold and stuff like that. 
but it but it's like you know what it's time that suits us both and we can do it so i need to just not care that it's cold or whatever or it's dark um because i'm like i want to help him get fit and etc so it's just realizing that the priority of, of investing the time and doing it is worth maybe like the fact that i'll be a little bit cold or whatever mm. exactly <coughs> and you know because it's dark if somebody jumps out, you can choke them to death well, or look, near death. Look, I mean, it would be a great chance to practice them. Yeah, well, you have the excuse. If once they're attacking <laughs> you, you defend yourself, right? Uh, yeah, talk about jiu-jitsu for a bit. We can, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, not that we know a lot of it, about we it. We know nothing. You should <laughs> you yeah. should pause the podcast at this stage. So from, <laughs> from skip, about here to about 20 minutes? Skip for 10 minutes. Skip for 10, 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, but it's like, I mean... Again, it's all like related in a sense. Like, yeah, I don't know. No, I think jujitsu is a very good example of life. Of life, yeah. Yeah, it sucks and it's hard. <laughs> you get, you but get you get those good moments. You do in get between, those good moments. Yeah, yeah you get and better. You know what they say? You need to know the g- bad in order to know the good. Because if you don't, if you never had experienced bad situation, <laughs> well, you're living in a fucking vacuum, really, aren't you? Do you know the best lesson? And you don't. It don't you don't uh, appreciate the good times the way that you should, you know? Yeah. You know the best lesson I've learned from Jiu-Jitsu? You can force things to happen. So let's say you're uh, you're training with someone and you're at like a similar skill level mm. and you're at a similar strength level or whatever. So you're <coughs> you, have to tra- you have to work really hard to, to, m- to make something happen. And let's say you're trying to like make a position happen or a submission mm. happen and you're kind of forcing it. By putting a lot of effort into an area that maybe doesn't want to give, um, you're neglecting other opportunities that are mm. left open for you. Yep. And instead of forcing something to happen, you can sometimes, like I see this all the time in training, like it's better to just do nothing or wait for an opportunity to come up Yeah. that's easier to take than the one that you're forcing to occur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it might be not even necessarily easy in a sense, but more advantageous as well you know yeah like it's it's just i don't know like um i think so much of jiu-jitsu is about fighting smart yeah like you know fighting like the most effective way possible Mm -hmm. like or you you know realizing that if there's a block in front of you literally or metaphysically um you know there's there's a way around it you just have to like you either have to stop and think about it or you need to go back to the drawing board mm. and learn more and to realize back, yeah, yeah. okay what if i see that block again how do i get around that well that's it, that's it. and uh, it's not just jujitsu like you said uh, reflects life in uh, the sports like you know p- uh, play soccer and it's all about the the you know the tactics obviously of the game if you're going on the left flank and they just move like move at the right time the defenders so they're already blocking your go before you even got there. So there's no point actually forcing it. So you want to pull it back, play through the fence again, try the other flank and kind of look for that opening. So it's very similar in a sense. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, 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 100%. And then you kind of like, if you look at it live, it's kind of also the same. But there's obviously that caveat. So sometimes you do have to put the hard yards in in order to kind of get <laughs> to that point. Yes. But you have to look for opportunity will allow you to move forward. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like well, I think another job opportunity or something. Yeah, when opportunity strikes, you, yeah, have, you to have to go. you have to go. You have to pounce. Yeah, go yeah. for it. Give it everything we you got. We also need to be need to put the hard work in before, so when it comes, you're prepared for it. If you know what I mean? 
yep. you have the qualifications or like you've done your homework or you're strong enough to kind of take the opportunity you know mm -hmm. yeah i struggle with that in jiu-jitsu <laughs> the opportunities oh just like i struggle to go hard i just i ran out of tank i ran out of fuel in my tank mm. what is in in that like in in the broad spoke spoke what in a not like one particular situation but in general yeah like when i see those opportunities to mm. go you already <coughs> guessed i i feel very overwhelmed because i <coughs> this happens to me in crossfit my ability to uh, produce force and power is really high but i burn out really quick and i need to like uh figure out how to reserve my energy often mm. and i think i'm often thinking about how to reserve my energy too much that I'll fail because I'm scared of maybe pursuing an opportunity when it comes up. Oh, okay. Do you think... And may maybe I do that in my life as well. Hmm. That's some deep shit. That's some deep shit. Yeah. Boom. So do you think like... So <coughs> w when you start, right? And uh, we talked about percentages <laughs> before. So... Um, if you go, like, it's like with a workout, right? You don't want to go out with the guns blazing unless it's like a six-minute ward. <laughs> okay, 12. So, no, 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 no. I yeah? know what you're saying, yeah. but that's not what I do. I've just always gone hard from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah. So, maybe looking into, given that, like, let's say, let's say we're wrestling, right? Mm -hmm. Why give away the position, first position, not like necessarily something that's going to put you in the jeopardy of losing. But it, okay, so yeah. in jiu-jitsu, I often do mm. quite like mm. doing that. Mm. Like I'll prefer to just give up like a little bit. Yeah. And then it's like, also, because I'm still really new to it, I've spent a lot of time having to get out of bad positions. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I often feel more comfortable getting out getting, of something bad yeah, yeah. and then making it into something good mm. than just starting with something good. Because yeah. I haven't often, s I don't think I've spent as much time just doing something good. Does that make sense? Mm, 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 mm. So then if you go 100% all the time, or like near 100%, obviously you got the certain physically limit to how long you can go for that. Then you have to kind of pull back. Yeah. Or going for 70% all the time and not having to have a break. Is that... Not yeah, break I, necessarily, I, I but I you know what I mean? Like a, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. I think that just because my previous sport... I never learned that. All I did mm. was just go 100%. <laughs> and then, like, hope you got that little extra in the tank. Yeah, to like today, well today. Today was a good example. 100%. Yeah. Well, how, what was the workout and how long was it? Come on. Give uh, us the, the workout was 10-minute EMOM to start. Yeah. Uh, minute one, you do eight power cleans yeah. at 60 kilos. Minute two, I did 12 box jumps at 30 inches. Yeah. You do that for 10 minutes and then straight into a workout, which was 400 meter run up a hill mm -hmm. <laughs> and then down a hill. And then 21, 15, 9, shoulder overhead and burpees. And then you finish the workout again with a 400 meter run at the end. Fuck. <coughs> yeah, I guess. You see, you're already firing yourself up in like some pretty, you know, high, like not necessarily high volume, but, you know, you're going about 70, 80%. I went too hard. Yeah, you went too hard. You're well like, just... What, mean, do, what do you do, do, like, yeah, eight, the eight in a row and then, like, rest 30 seconds? Uh, no, no, I did, okay, I didn't do touch and go. Oh I okay. did one rep at a time for yeah, the yeah, power yeah. cleans. Yeah. But that's because I I always just do one rep at a time if yeah. it's more than 50 kilos. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, 
But no, then what I did was I went too hard, but then I just hung on to the workout for dear life. And yeah. it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I did the workout pretty fast. How do you think we're going to go if we have to do like, you know, with the jiu-jitsu and we do comp and there's instead of like, you have to do like three rounds in a row of five minutes. Ah, against the, against, the, against the same again, person. Well, again, no, no, yeah, I don't know. Is that sometimes where you have to just keep fighting? No, you ha you have different people, yeah. Yeah, but it's not it's not necessary non-stop. It's like non-stop, is it? Or uh, I mean, no, like so the comp that I did, you know, one match was at like two o'clock. Okay. The next match was at like two thirty, and then the last match was at like four o'clock. Well, that's not too bad. Yeah. So you do have time to recover. Yeah, but if, if you're like me and you're an idiot, you thought you're out of the tournament after you lose your first match. Yeah. And then I didn't realize that there was another match. Oh, okay. And another one. Yeah. So you already spat the dummy back then. Well, I was just like, I just thought like that was it. I was like, oh, I suck. Yeah. And then I was just sitting down with um some of my teammates, mm. and then they're calling my name. They're like, oh, yeah. do you have another match? And I'm like. Do not I that I am not aware of. Aware of. <laughs> like, well, and then I was like, you know it's what? The chances that there's two roles yeah. here is very low. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably me. So I should probably get up. But to be honest, I preferred my second match because I wasn't, I didn't think about it at all. Yeah. I just was like, oh shit, I need to go. And it was no time to kind of have those pre. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm terrible at competing. Yeah. Like I have always sucked at competing and everything. Like I get anxiety. I think about things too much. Do you have the nervous poo? No, no nervous poo. But that's, like that's good. Nervous poo is good because it, it empties your bowels completely, right? So Does then, it? So that is then it, is your stomach thing? doesn't work. It's all muscle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Is this a thing? It's nervous a poo? Uh, what's his name? Can you Google for us? Oh, Jamie. Jamie, can you Google for us? <laughs> <laughs> we got to find out if it's a thing. <laughs> we need a Jamie here. Yeah. Well, what about this kid, uh, Sebastian? He could get a, you know. Sebastian, you know what? 30 bucks for it. We could. For 30 <laughs> bucks. <laughs> um, okay, one beer. <laughs> one beer. Uh, yeah, we could get Sebastian in here. Yeah. He'd love it. He'll be he'll be speaking too much. He'll be talking too much. He would be giving us two cents. But yeah. Jamie gives us two cents. That's all yeah, right. Yeah. Um, no, that w that's actually a brilliant idea. <laughs> we, we, we might actually get him to come to the gym. If we yeah, true. Come, <laughs> come do a podcast. Well, he had a like, couple of weeks off, right? <laughs> Why? I, I told him have a week off. Why did he have a week off? After the comp. Just, you know. Just oh, did he have his comp? Yeah, he did. He didn't do well, did he? He did okay, actually. Well, no one. So, somebody. <laughs> 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 this is how I know he didn't do well. Because um, somebody said to me, oh, didn't Sebastian have a comp on the weekend? I'm like, oh, did he? I didn't hear anything about it. They're uh. like, yeah, no one posted anything about it. We figured that because no one posted anything about it, he must have not done very well. Oh, okay. Well, I will blow your mi blow your suspicions away by saying that he performed well in clean and jerk. He actually got 90. 91, sorry. Oh, nice. 91, yeah. I mean, Is like... Is that a PR for his competition? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's probably a lifetime PR, actually. Um, he, 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 he got the snatch, but it wasn't as, as what we expected to get. So he so landed some snatch, but not the right snatch? Yeah, pretty much. He, he, he missed his first snatch, and then we he... All we all miss our first yeah. snatch. So he had to go for the second one, and then he missed his third. But overall, I mean, still not a bad numbers, man. <coughs> I mean, yeah. you know, if you... If people who listen to podcasts compare that to their numbers... <laughs> oh, he's, he's good. He's all right. Yeah, he's a good kid. It's just... 
Socks are coming to train. Well, I, I basically... You know, you, know, you know why we get frustrated with him? Because mm. he could be so much better. I think so. Yes. He doesn't even have any muscle in him yet, and he's, like, doing yeah. decent weights. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. He doesn't look jacked. He does not look jacked. Yeah. He will. He will. He's got the pipey fat still. He's growing still. <laughs> Beat us up, probably. It's pretty soon. He's probably, you know, give him another two years, and he'll be, like, snatching 100. Mm. I mean, I don't we see why get not. Him, we should get him into jiu-jitsu. Yeah, actually, well, I was thinking bringing him over because he's got the holidays coming up soon. Oh, yeah. So, take him over. We should. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. We're going to choke this shit out of him. <laughs> 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 You're so mean. <laughs> First um, I have, I have rolled with, I have rolled with Sebastian once. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just laid on his chest and, he oh. was like <laughs> and he's like, oh, he's like, why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe he needs to always few people to realize it's not all always like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah, maybe. At the times they just you know pulling your arm and wreck it out your socket or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well that's jujitsu aspect. That's right. it. You guys can um, tune back in. Tune back in. Okay, for those who came back, <coughs> and y- you know you need to put those um, little lines where you're like, okay, I do. I need to have yeah. like um. Yeah, the time timeline, time time, yeah, time, time lapse. Yeah. Uh, no, time stamps. Time stamps. Yeah. You had any good podcasts lately? Uh, yeah. Well, I've been listening to a lot of this, like um, a military podcast, I suppose, that related to that. Nice. Um, one's called Warrior You podcast. Oh yeah. Really cool. Uh, Aussie guys, X Um, and they just talk about resilience, leadership, things like that. But one of the cool things is that the latest season, I think, it, they actually bring like professionals in the, those fields. Yep. So they, they get like psychologists or something like that, and they talk with them about certain yep. aspect of things. So it's not just the guys, you know, Getting not just the meatheads. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, like, it's actually really interesting stuff. I was always probably interested in the military side of things, but yeah, like. Always was conflict in in conflicting with the with it, you know, in conflict with it. Yeah, with it. Yeah, I can I can understand that. I looking back, um, yeah, looking back, I probably think a part of me wishes that I had maybe joined the military like when I was younger. Mm. Same. Let's do it. Uh, I don't. I personally don't want to. Um, I would if I had to. Yeah. Um, like I'd be pretty happy to. Um, but yeah, like I really wish that I'd, you know, spent some of my like youth doing that. Yeah. Um, but same, I think I had a different view on it than I do now as I've gotten older. Mm. And I think I really value a lot of the qualities and things that you can learn from being in the military. No. And I can see how those things are probably very helpful in your life. I think it's weird. I actually, (coughs) it's just my opinion and uh, based on nothing, but just the general life experience. I think if I'd gone back then, I wouldn't have appreciated the experience. Like if if I went when I was 21 or whatever, I wouldn't have experienced it in the same way and not appreciate the same way if I would if I go now. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Because I'm much more mature emotionally, so. And like I can handle those things better in a sense, if you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Just due to the, you know, life or whatever it is, 20 years. You know, I think about that with years. I think about that with so many things though in life where 
you always think that, oh, now I understand things. But you were doing them before, mm, mm, mm. so you did understand them. You just have more depth to it, to your yeah. understanding now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But also, because you know how, we if you're talking about military, kind of it kind of takes you, breaks you, and then molds you into a new person, mm -hmm. which would 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 happen if you're like a younger person. But if you're an older person, I think it's not gonna be in the same effect, but it will still give you those qualities that you need to kind of do whatever you have to do on the battlefield or whatever. Well, I'm I'm not sure that I know anything about this, <laughs> and I sh and I should consult with the people I do another podcast with. Yeah, but I feel like they, I, f I would assume militaries generally choose younger people because mm. they're probably easier the to mold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas when you become, and it's probably not even that. Like I think it's probably anything. Like it's probably why it's why it's hard to go into any sort of like job where you're going to get yelled at or you're going to get um your boundaries are going to get pushed. Yeah. As you get older, because you now have, um, so you built up yourself. Yeah, you build up your your own kind of identity, identity and what you're willing yeah, to take yeah, or not yeah, take. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sometimes in a good way, but sometimes also in a way that maybe is detrimental. Mm, exactly. Yeah, I think there's always two edges, you know, two sides of the story or two edges of the swords. <laughs> two edges. Two, si <laughs> two, <laughs> two sides <laughs> to the coin. <laughs> two edges two sides to, w to the sword, unless it's a katana sword. It's only one edge. There you go. So it doesn't apply. In Japanese uh, folklore, you know what they say: there's your side of the story, my side of the story, and then there's the truth. <laughs> oh, oh, wow, we're mm. going deep now. We're going real deep. Let's talk about the truth. The truth. Yeah. The truth. Um, we live in a crazy time, Ned. Have you read the Fauci emails? The who? The Fauci emails. Fauci emails. Fauci. You know, Dr. No, Fauci. I don't even know what it is. Tell okay. me. I'm I'm not going to because I don't <laughs> want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> we'll talk about this off air. Okay. Interesting. Mm. Oh, interesting. Okay. We'll, well uh, skip that part. We'll skip that part. Look, man, we've almost done an hour. Wow. Did good. Yeah, and we we still managed to kind of like you know keep it relatively interesting. We did to yeah. some degree. Yeah. <laughs> to <laughs> some degree. What? It's <laughs> a quality content. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to wrap it up, embrace the suck. Do the thing. Don't think about it too much. Keep rocking up and you'll get better at it. Yeah, I think you guys just have to, you know. <laughs> oh, can I just say, like, not not as a coach, but as a, as a just a, you know, I think people forget that we're not paragons of virtue either, right? We're, not, we're not paragons of virtue. Yeah. Speak the, for yourself, the mate. The, co <laughs> 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 the coach is just a human being. Yeah. Right? So we can all like speculate and tell you what to do, but in the end of the day, you have to work it out for yourself as well. Very true. So I, s I, s I stand by what we said, though. <laughs> take, t <laughs> <laughs> take it like Bible, okay? Take, take it like the Bible. <laughs> no, take it accountability. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because no one's going to drag you up the ladder. You know, you have to, you have to if you're in the hole, you've got to build that ladder and fucking climb out of it. There's no Prince Charming coming no, to save you. No. But at the top, there'll be a person who'll be like, high five, man, yes, let's go. True that. Yeah. 100%. And I think that's where we're at. That's where we're at. We're at the top. We're at the top. <laughs> giving you a high five. <laughs> <laughs> All Th right. Thank you very much for listening today, guys. As always, I appreciate it. If you'd like to follow me, you can do so at RalCFDU on Instagram. Please follow the podcast at Better You Project Podcast on Instagram. Follow the project. Follow the project. It is on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, all the different platforms where you can listen to podcasts. If you'd like to follow Ned. I got one more question. Oh Don't yeah. worry about me. Okay. Don't need to follow me. Uh, who's the next on the podcast?
what's the next thing? Uh, Luke. Luke. Mm. Okay. Boxing. Boxing. And other crazy stories. Uh, Muay Thai fighter. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm going to listen to that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cheers. guys. Take care and peace.